Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Something funny? <laughs> Can I, I kind of come back here? Yeah, but guess what? It's already back other places. What's the strategy? Every place where Al-Qaeda is, we're going to invade and have troops stay there? Come on. You've been such an outspoken critic of Elder. The, the minority of voters in California who embrace his, his white supremacist worldview. Um, we have to use every lever of government. Uh, and we all in the private sector have to do everything we can to tackle this virus. People say, I've already had COVID, I'm protected, and now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. It's not like they make $417,000 a year. I'm the most famous canonized human to have ever walked the earth. Why would I know medical questions, Sanjay? I'll circle. I'll circle back. My goodness, seriously. He doesn't have a really good answer on that one. No, and I also know somebody who comes from similar money, by the way, who doesn't seem to have a really good answer why I wasn't allowed to watch The Matrix uh, with my son last night. No, said Alice Shattuck. Okay. No Matrix. He's eight years old. Wanted to watch The Matrix instead. She said it was okay to watch The Mummy, which we watched, I didn't in which a thousand people die, they suck out brains and heads. It's horrible. I didn't horrible. say anything about The Mummy at all. Either way, what happened, <laughs> in case people are interested in knowing how this actually went... No, you said is, that we couldn't watch The Matrix. I have the textual pieces, Alice. Don't make a nuanced you thing of it. Text. That you is have the, the text that say that it was okay to watch The Matrix, that is but my, I was just surprised. I think I'm overmodulated a little bit. I'm hearing myself a little bit loudly, but I was just surprised because a couple of weeks ago, his uncle had said, "So there's a can clear we watch difference." The, can, am I allowed to finish the thought, or are you just going to slander me and then cut me off and not there's allow me to defend myself? There's a clear difference between yeah. being overmodulated and you hearing yourself too loud. <laughs> you're hearing yourself too loud. That's well, a it's making problem. like crackly noises. Isn't that overmodulated? Okay. I don't know. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> so I'm going to turn your headphones down. Okay? You can. That's okay. well, not that low. Oh, that's my headphones. Well, now. mine are really low now. I can't hear anything. You can't. No. You can't hear anything. No. So anyway, but I'll can you hear continue. something? Um, and not myself. No. How about now? How about now? Can you How hear about something now? now? No. Yeah, now I can. Thank you. Okay. So anyway, so the point is about <laughs> about the Matrix is not whether or not the Matrix is appropriate for an eight-year-old. It's that it's rated R. I think it's kind of borderline, and I think it's something people should talk about before you have your eight-year-old watch the Matrix, especially considering a couple weeks ago his uncle said, can we show James the Matrix? And you and I both said, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure he's really, like, Matrix-ready. And then... Like, now, a couple weeks later, I just came downstairs from putting the little kids to bed, and you had him watching The Matrix. And yes. I was like, that's a little weird, because a couple weeks ago, you said that you also weren't sure about him watching The Matrix. So next time... I, mean, I don't like, remember this, this talk a couple Well, your brother ago. does remember it. Uh, I, I, it did I, happen, I, and... I, you're both incredibly fallible. The, the problem... So what's wrong with The Matrix for an eight-year-old? It's... Just a little extreme, Well, the I people think. have spoken as usual, Alice. Now all the levels are crazy. Well, we'll compress it in the end and it'll be fine. Um, but my point <clears> isn't <throat> about the Matrix being appropriate or not. It's just that when we've both expressed misgivings about it, that it would make sense if the conversation gets brought up again before the kid watches the movie. Quantum Re- Chris says, I'm sure you saw worse at eight. And if you're watching it with him, you could answer any questions he has. Thank you, Chris. That is 76% of people. 21 votes, Alice. This has been out for 11 seconds. 21 votes so far. This is not true, are though. Condemning this is based you. on an unreal let's thing see if there that are any, happened. Let's see if I there are any I just said I think it's weird, and I think let's that see. if you ask me if he can watch a movie, and I say, eh, no, that you should then ask me again before you show him the movie. You shouldn't just show him Adam the movie says, after I say Adam no. says, but Tom said it was true. That's all the evidence I need to believe it happened. Good man, Adam. That's Adam Hurst. Uh, it's a not real Adam true. Hurst on Twitter. Good man. Thank you. We'll accept. We'll, all of us are I waiting don't, on your mea the culpa. The point is just, we talked about it. I said no. All I'm of us willing are to, I was willing to be to convinced. Very, I was willing to be convinced it was fine. But I'll, you didn't bother with convincing I'll, me. Um, you just went behind my back. You waited I'll, till um, I was upstairs with the kids. And then you showed the kid the movie I said no to. Um, and then you made a big scene when I was surprised by the whole thing. And you said you, you played your oh, Wicked Witch now, music. Now you, and you <laughs> said, see, mom's making us turn off the movie. Like, why am I the bad guy? You're now, making you, me into this. This evil you, person, n- you have the kids call me Mrs. No Fun, okay? This is not fair. That's not how parenting works. Do the you point see is what you've done to your levels together. now? Now your levels are through the freaking roof. The Holy my heck. point is, my Thomas, that- Listen, Marie Antoinette, the whole time on the way to guillotine, lashing out at people, your powdered wing and powdered face and little fake dimple and excessive cleavage, making sure... I regret nothing. I should never let you watch the movie. I go to my death happily. I like The Matrix, and I would have been no. willing well, to be convinced that it was fine. We shut it fine. off. We shut no, it off. Did it's you fine. actually shut it off? Yeah, we didn't watch it. Why? Because. I said just, I said, I know. So now, this is what's incredible to me, is that you now are using it, you're now using it as this thing to make me into the bad parent. You're playing good cop, bad cop. You're always the fun parent. Alice, yes, exactly. So here's the thing, here's the thing. You never. James saw only the beginning part of The Matrix, so all he saw was a movie 
where a bunch of guys in suits are chasing a, <laughs> an office worker around for a while. Um, and so he never met uh, Morpheus. Okay. All right. Apology accepted, and I love you. <laughs> no, my only Apology question is, was accept- this an actual plot where you fed the little kids a bunch of sugar right before I took them to bed so that it would be harder for me to put them to bed so you could watch the movie behind my back? Or was it not that advanced a plot? And that was just a coincidence that, again, Mrs. No Fun didn't want the kids fed So I don't understand. Where were you last bed. night when Jimmy was reading the description of The Matrix and going through all of the, the, the blood and I was upstairs involved. putting the little kids no, to bed. No, when you were in the relaxing spot, you were upstairs? Yeah, I wasn't there. When he was going through the movie, reading what was in it. Because I don't remember any other conversation about it. Not that that matters. I, mean, that's I wasn't boring to people. there. But, but there's not actually... If you read the description... Other than the, like the beginning part, the part he saw is the, is probably the most scary part, where they're going after him in an office for no reason because nothing's magic at that point, as far as you know. Um, and they then his mouth they saw his mouth closed at one point. That's like the only part that's just going to screw up. And like probably. the bug into the stomach thing, right, exactly. And like exactly, but you know, and that's but that after that it kind of gets lampoonish once they start moving a thousand different ways, etc., like that. But he didn't see any of the funny parts. But the mummy was definitely that screwed him up. He that child was not moving. An well, I inch. didn't suggest that. I said nothing about yeah, the mummy. And or your whole family else. mentioned the monkey as well, including the Motmi people. Mummy. Uh, well, it does. So, so anyway, I wanted to say a couple of things. Okay. So it's funny because after watching the mummy, which was a hard charging thing, I'd never seen it. It is a good movie. The Matrix is a good movie too. Well, this isn't on. a can judgment you, on Alice, the Matrix. Uh, okay. Marie, can you please okay. give me a second here? And I don't want whoever that was. By the way. Whoever what was. Whoever that was that created the replica uh, image to make a busty Marie Tw- Antoinette image out of Alice Shattuck. Absolutely <laughs> not. So, um, <laughs> or a fake account where this person goes around and makes decrees against movies whatsoever. So, uh, but I wanted to say a couple things. This one, is all fake. One year. <laughs> well, wow, so you're saying this is all the Matrix. <laughs> So we don't get to watch it, but we get to live it. Well, last night when I was having the conversation with you, I felt like I was in the Matrix. That conversation never happened. I I don't remember ever talking about the Matrix. To to think of it, the only thing I would have thought about the Matrix is Matrix is that there's a bit of gunplay in it that perhaps would have like maybe if there was some if he was in a class and talked. I mean, I can't. He's not in a class, so it doesn't matter. But but um um, it certainly is. It is funny. It is sure dated. I, it's been a long time since mm-hmm. I've seen it, but it is the, obviously it, you know anything time when payphones play into something. But um, um, but the thing about the it's so funny about the the mummy because the last time I had even thought about the the mummy, Jimmy Shattuck was bringing it up, saying, "Hi, by the way, you should see the mummy. It's pretty good." This was like right after, right around two thousand, two thousand one, whatever, mm-hmm. way back then, and I'm like. I had brought it up, I think, because I'm like, what the frig is anybody watching Brendan Fraser for anymore? Because he had done Encino Man, which is before your time. It's a my I've ge- seen generation Man. movie. And he had done... And um, the one where they hold up in the basement all the time. To- that one? Blast from the Past? Oh, is that... Oh, is, is that, that a- him too? Maybe. He was in a couple of dumb Generation X movies. Mm-hmm. He was a Generation X guy. And I thought, wow, this has been is now somehow in... In real movies, not one hundred percent sure that's him in that, but anyway. But no, but he had been in. He he, he was in Monsters. George Ball, of the Jungle. Was... We knew him from okay. George of the Jungle and from Mummy, obviously. It's, but that's so funny that he just spans decades mm-hmm. like that. And now you guys, to Jane, to your sisters, your sisters thirty, and they all think he's like this old heartthrob who's now gotten fat. It's like everybody has a different idea of the guy. 
But I thought the movie, for what it was, was not bad. I mean, it was. It never stopped really moving. It was, you know. Yeah, is that Rachel Weisz in that too? It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who obviously we would like for one movie, obviously about a boy. I say should have <laughs> won eleven Oscars, but none of the movies that win should win Oscars. Oh, no. What the cameras are frozen? Really? Has that ever happened? Is this something I did? No. So what are people seeing right now? Um, me drinking Red Bull. Ooh, nice. Uh, okay, so let's get to. Let me, I'm going to get down to business here, Alice. Do you mind? After we now that we've Go had our it. domestic dispute, mm-hmm. you've managed to yell at me and everybody listening. It's not what happened. Who's been yelled at now? <sighs> Rudy votes yes. Uh, Rudy says Alice can call into the show Monday and explain. Oh, Tom Sousa says got to vote no for your safety. If wife says no, oh, I see it's because because it, the well, old. Well, no, that was just a. It's, Alice. <laughs> People say I need to worry about the old battle axe. Albie. Even though you look so sweet and nice. Hmm. Uh, okay. So there we go. Did I see Worse at 8? Yes, of course I saw Worse at 8. Uh, of course. We saw Sharky's Machine when I was like 6, and that was yeah. not meant to be seen by humans. Yeah, no. My parents let me watch all kinds of insane stuff. Mm-hmm. And I saw The Shining when I was like, I think, 8 or 9, and I didn't sleep for like a whole 48 hours. Yeah. And was crazy. I've never seen that piece, you know. That's part of why I uh, don't think kids should have their brains filled with, like, weird, crazy images, like, mechanical bugs going into their stomachs. Like, can't... Don't you think little kids are, like, so pure and good and should have their minds filled with, like, happy, joyous light and, like, be, like, cuddling chickens in the yard? Isn't that so much better? I don't know. That's Ooh, my Ooh, Alice, they were cuddling, cuddling chickens in the yard. Somebody... David checks out and sees the picture of you and your Who is John Galt sticker... By the way, you saw the dispute I got in with Toast. I know. You're supposed to call Mr. Toast Dr. Toast. Dr. Toast. So she's big timing me, which we knew could happen eventually. She's got a horse, and um, she goes on those uh, on the classy women fox hunts where they're all wearing think, riding crops. I think the dental they... school gets a doctor, even if a teaching school she for Dr. Jill me. doesn't get And then she castigated. A, like you, she loves misandry, Alice. She no misogyny. She castigated mm-hmm. a, a great J Lo for having cleavage. Who would be against that? It's wonderful. That's great. That's a good thing. It celebrates females, and J Lo looks great. I just think the neckline isn't flattering. That's the problem. Really? I I just don't think the shape of it looks good. You don't? It's the a- shape of it. Just I mean, I'm not opposed to cleavage in general, but I I don't think that it's a good looking shape. Oh, I totally disagree. And I'm well, get, that's I'm because you, you that don't outfit. even see the shape because all you well, see I, is her well, chest. Well, because the, she's she's. I mean, isn't that what's being showcased? Is her chest? Yeah, but there's ways to have cleavage that like look nice. I think I agree with Toast. I think it's an odd shape. I think it's it actually not, makes her chest look smaller than it is. I thought that that could be the case, but then I looked at the other old picture of her with that green thing that she wore mm-hmm. in like 1999. I think that was more flattering. Well, I think that she looks. Okay. She always looks lovely. She's J Lo, but you know, I so I agree with Toast about the particular neckline. I don't think is like a winner, but that's my opinion. I think this is a. I don't think that's a Toast was saying. I think Toast thought that it was D Class A. <clears throat> okay, so I want to get to Vivek Murthy because this guy is perfect. Vivek Murthy is the um, Surgeon General. 
And it is interesting. The Surgeon Generals, I don't know what the deal is really. I know that C. Everett Koop was the one when I was a kid, and he was real well-known and kind of, I guess, looked, looked like an old sea admiral. And They put warnings on cigarettes. That's exactly. the only thing they do. They put warnings on cigarettes and do things like that. Essentially, it's a, a, a marketing, medical marketing person for the government, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why Vivek Mur- Murthy, this, the Surgeon General now, um, I find it very bothersome because, you know, they portend that these are hardworking um, grinding medical experts, and maybe he does that. I mean, he's a doctor, so maybe he does all sorts of stuff. But he comes off like the smarmiest PR flack I've ever heard. Well, and this is the guy, if you remember, we talked about this on the show a while ago, that he took tons of money in like speaking fees from mm. like the cruise industry and the, all the different people that are affected by the pandemic Mm. they're all like giving him huge sums of money you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to come give them a speech wink wink and like okay but it's it's a totally like cruddy oh totally gross totally is it it's it's a it just shows that they're these people are just glossy hacks that's all they are Mm -hmm. they're credentialed and but they're hacks they're just as as tawdry and cheap as anybody else as any uh carnival person out there who's selling you the uh, ring toss game for a buck for three rings it's just a different level of it it's the same kind of thing uh except for with the carnival guy you know what you're getting you know you're getting a a off chance to possibly win a terribly colored cheap stuffed animal so at least you know going in with with these medical experts with certainly fauci and we've done this for almost two years now you assume, at least initially, that you're dealing with an extremely intelligent, uh, in, an extremely sincere uh, level shooter. Somebody with a clin- who's not only a serious and sober, almost clinician, but um, somebody who's not, who is not at... Do you just change the camera so it wouldn't see you drinking Red Bull? No. What changed? What did you hit? <laughs> I went... I was um, pulling up something to read if you give me a okay. chance to talk ever. So what? <laughs> um, so so anyway, so that you, you it's, when you have the Surgeon General, that you'd, you'd assume and hope, especially during a pandemic, that maybe you've got a really serious, sober, high-minded thinker. This is the best of the best. So at times, especially when you're entrusting these people, you're trusting everything these people say with your kids' schooling, with your health, with their health, with, with everything, now, with your business, with everything. So when these people start talking like used car salesmen, when the smarm you know hits maximum, and you, it goes to going wondering exactly where the priorities of these people are, where their motivations actually are, and like you said, this guy was working, he's speaking, doing TED talks on cruise for cruise companies for you know 180 grand a hit, whatever, then. You know what he is. You know that's what they are. They're just they're smarmy, uh, motivational speaker types. So, so listen to this. This is what it goes to the very core of of what we're supposed to be taking here. Biden had to do these vaccine mandates for very serious and clinical reasons, because mm-hmm. according to him, even though the vaccines absolutely work and absolutely re- and we had to get them done, still the unvaccinated. MFers, essentially, mm-hmm. were still putting everybody at risk, not only killing themselves, but putting the vaccinated at risk. Biden said this. He said they still, the vaccinated, the unvaccinated still continue to threaten the unvaccinated. So 
they're doing this. So, okay, we get it. And the messaging has been again and again, you need to be vaccinated because if you're not vaccinated, then you're going to spread this thing. We know with Delta that even vaccinated people can carry the thing. So somebody, more people can die in death and die and die in death over on hospitals in Louisiana, over on hospitals, ICUs, kids, ICUs. To, we're told, we're given all this stuff and it's pushed at us, pushed at us, pushed at us, pushed at us again and again. So when Dana Bash on CNN asked Vivek, uh, Murthy today, mm-hmm. she said, all right, so we need people to have vaccine mandates. You're going to do them all private company. Everybody's got to get them everywhere. And though, so she asked him, and remember, he's been clinical science, we, the data science clinical, data science clinical. His whole thing today, he was on every show, was data science clinical. And he says it as only a, uh, as only a smarm can uh, say it. Let me just play it a little bit so you can just to hear him so you can so you can dip your toe. So, Doctor, what changed? Well, Dana, it's good to be with you. And and let's talk about uh, the announcement and, and what you know what, what prompted it. You know, the announcement the president made uh, includes a number of measures that will help us address the de- really sober, thoughtful guy, Dana. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And he's got this lilty little voice, and etc. And, and, and he delivers whatever. So, Dave. Oh, is that Dave? Uh oh, does that mean they're outside? I don't know what it means. That there's been a breach means they're at least in the kitchen. Was that kitchen locked? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so remember, that is Vivek's whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, so that, nice to be here. Let's right. talk about this. So then Dana Bash. So Dana Bash is one of these people who, when these medical people come on, uh, listens and believes them. So... This is uh, what's going on. I'm just gonna go check on it. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, and I'll let the people listen. So, remember, she is. She asked him if we're doing all of these mass mandates, and if all this stuff is happening, and we continue to need to take every measure. So, I'll just play the, the what you just started to hear, so you can hear what Vivek says. He says we have to remember they didn't used to be mandates, um, vaccine mandates, but then there were. So, she says what's changed. Let's listen to him. Tell her what changed. So, Doctor, what changed? Well, Dana, it's good to be with you. And and let's talk about uh, the announcement and, and what, you know, what, what prompted it. You know, the announcement the president made uh, includes a number of measures that will help us address the Delta variant. The requirements uh, that we just heard about are, are one part of that, but they're only one part of that. It includes also measures to increase our testing capacity to shore up our hospitals and healthcare systems which are struggling with Delta. But what the president and what all of us have said as public health leaders from the earliest part of this pandemic is that we have to use every lever of government uh, and we all in the private sector have to do everything we can to tackle this virus. Have to use every lever. Every lever. I mean, if that's not freaking frightening, how's it going down there? It's good. They're both in the uh, family room and say they didn't go in the kitchen. Oh, nice. So, so Dave just got the door open and walked out himself. Yeah, and then shut the door behind him too. Right. So every level of, go- of government, he says, we have to use every level of government. Well, I guess so. Right now, we've we've used the mandate lever. We've used the pressuring private businesses and then mandating private businesses. Now we've used all the levers. So it's interesting. What levels are what levels are hosted? Levers are hosted holstered so far is just using the military, I guess. But still, there is some authority behind the mandate. So so we'll see. 
But so there you go. That shows you. That was Vivek Murthy. I just played Dallas saying that that the government had to use every level, sorry, lever it had at its availability mm-hmm. to get people vaccinated, which is a scary yeah. thing to say. It's a very scary thing to say. And in fact, they're using levers right now that they don't actually technically have um, because they're this. I mean, there's no way this is going to stand up legally, this private right. business mandate piece. I, I just don't see how. And, you know, I thought it was interesting on Saturday, our previous uh, Surgeon General, Jerome Adams, mm-hmm. the Trump one who actually has slammed Trump a bit here and there since uh, leaving office. He tweeted about the mandate, mm-hmm. too, and I thought his uh, response makes an interesting contrast with the case Vivek Murthy's trying to make here. He said, the president's COVID-19 speech yesterday was designed and delivered to leave you feeling angry if vaccinated and ashamed if unvaccinated. It was a war speech, but the enemy wasn't the virus. It was your neighbor. Problem is, many minorities, women and children are in that group. Make no no mistake about it. There are some vaccine resistors who need to be called out, and I appreciate the president's sense of urgency. But let's remember, education and empathy need to be a big part of this effort. Otherwise, it's gasoline on a culture war fire and pushes many away. The speech also implied vaccine. Vaccinations are the only and primary shortcoming in our response. Truth is, we are already over the yearly flu vax rates, so a leveling off should have been expected. The testing deficit masking issue caused by the CDC and treatment are barely mentioned. I support vaccine mandates in many situations, but we shouldn't conflate legitimate and historically based hesitancy with politically based vaccine resistance. You are playing into the enemy's hands when you push more people into their camp and tell them we don't value you and ours. So... Part of that actually has exactly to do with well, part of that is a a, a different approach to another issue. Mm-hmm. So Vivek Murphy Murphy is asked by Dana Bash, and once again, this is science, 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 science. <clears throat> Remember, we have to kill this because it's a deadly pandemic, and it'll kill more people. These are about saving lives. Gotta save lives. Right. It's absolute. We've got to save lives. Mm-hmm. So now, Jerome Adams was saying that, hey, people have different reasons for not getting the vaccine, so don't browbeat people. Right. Well, and, well, and also, before you get into it, Alice, because mm-hmm. you're very dangerously close to stepping on everything I've been building up okay. here for 18 minutes. Okay. But, but, um, so then, with that, then, let me, I just want to play for you. This is Dana Bash, and then asking, asking. Why don't we mandate that during travel, everybody has to be vaccinated? Because this is science. Science, science, science. Science Mm -hmm. is everything. That's all that matters. He should be a purist about science. The science, the data, you know, Fauci. These are the things that these are the things they look at. And listen to this answer. The government is already mandating masks to travel on a plane or a train. But I don't know if you've had this, this experience, but I've been on planes recently. You're sitting there. People lift up their masks to eat and to drink. That's understandable. So given that reality as a public health official, would it be a good idea to mandate the vaccine for travel on that plane or on a train? Well, then I'm glad you bring up travel because there are measures in what the president announced that will apply. Remember, she said, should we do vaccine mandates to travel on a plane or a train? He's now meandering, messaging, answering other questions. I to travel, including a, a doubling, uh, you know, the fines, you know, for those who do not observe uh, some of those precautions, especially around masks on airplanes and other forms of transport. Around masks. Okay. You know, I think, Dana, the, the important thing for us uh, to remember is that 
in order to keep travel safe, it requires all of us to do our part, and vaccines certainly help in that regard. Uh, but I've actually been impressed as I've traveled by how many people are, I believe, trying to stick to these regulations. But folks should know that if you're worried about your risk when you travel, one of the most important things you can do to reduce the risk of a serious uh, outcome with, uh, when it comes to COVID-19, including hospitalization or, God forbid, death, is to get vaccinated. If you're around other people, even if they well, have why the not virus, mandate? You- okay, so he's finished his answer. He's saying, well, there's certain things that the administration... She said, why not have vaccination mandates if you're going to travel he said well there's things the administration is doing already you know we're adding bigger fines if you don't have a mask and uh and um there's uh other things that you can do if you travel but folks really should know that that the biggest thing that you can do is get vaccinated you really should get vaccinated should get vaccinated uh that's the biggest thing around this whole thing If, if people are afraid to travel and have anxieties about this really you need to get vaccinated he has finished his answer she then asks him again. Remember, his answer's already finished, okay? Mm-hmm. She then asks him again, and now listen to what he says. You are vaccinated. Why not do a mandate there just like you've done in the expanded uh, new protocols that the president announced last night, uh, last week? Well, look, and, and certainly, you know, the, the, that's a reasonable question to ask, but one of the things we have to consider with every uh, decision we make is the equity concerns as well. And- oh, well, for f*** all. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow, it's interesting. Two questions later, one minute later, we actually get the answer to the question. The answer, the reason for all that dancing around, etc. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's plenty of things we already have done. We've bigger fines and this and that. Oh, I see. I see. We can't really do this. We're not doing this. We're not making travel, um, these travel um, vaccination mandates because of George Floyd is why we're doing this. It's incredible. And we know that when it comes to mandating vaccines for travel, there are important issues around equity that would have to be worked out uh, to ensure that people, for example, have, such to- an- what is gonna, have to be worked out. What, why, why is anything being worked out? I don't understand this. You're the surgeon general of the medical people. Yeah, what does what, it have what, to do yeah. with uh, race and gender Yes, there could inclusion. be a certain time that, you know, that would have to, no, work out. There's no working out. No, remember, your science, science numbers, science data, science, science, science. Travel in the case of an emergency to see a relative who got sick would be able to do that, uh, even if, you know, they weren't vaccinated. We need to find a safe way for that to happen. So there are important considerations there uh, that we, we need to weigh. Yeah, a we way can't... or a solely way. Once again, can... let's think about this. Go ahead. We can't kick the black people off of public transportation. We can fire them from their jobs. That's okay. But we can't, you know, they might need to actually go somewhere, like, urgently, possibly. Right, but I'm, but they're going to die. So it's more acceptable to let the black people die than it is to possibly offend somebody while saving their lives. Mm-hmm. I thought, what about all the science? All the science. Why is why did this guy equity, honey? The fact that he spent all this time mm -hmm. answering that question, all this time with a BS. One of the things we have to consider with every uh, decision we make is the equity concerns as well. By the way, one of the decisions that we have to make with every decision, not just vaccine mandates when we travel, every decision. Every decision, every bit of the scientific um, 
what's that called when you have a science experiment? It's called scientific method. No, it's when you're doing it. Every science production that they do, <laughs> you have to add this weird element that's unscientific called equity. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, it would skew anything. Right. Well, yeah, if you're throwing equity into the mix every time you try and figure out the solution to a problem, you know, you're going to end up in a different solution than you would have. Yes. What are the mathematical properties of equity? If it's going to be an element know. in the experiment, then what is this? What is its weight? You know, what is its uh, chemical makeup? What is its anything? What's its freaking atomic number? I don't know whatever it is. <laughs> But it's cra crazy. Everything is thrown off. It's it's absolutely crazy. It's like if you're doing a math problems with flash flashcards, and you know five times four. But with every flashcard, you have to multiply it by point one seven six nine oh three four seven nine. Okay, five times four is twenty. Times one for for the hell of it, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like you're skewing everything. But that's just one of the reasons. Like this guy's a monster. He went on, and they, as the scientist, is essentially going on and saying, well, I have to add, you know, um, my Zen Buddhism into everything I say. Well, okay, that'd be good to know. Can we have somebody speak to us who doesn't say equity so we can just have all the straight facts? Are you? I'm checking what's going on downstairs. I'm texting Sally in case they're back because I heard the front door open, so I'm not sure who that was. Okay. You let me know when you'd like to come back on. Okay, well, I'm, I mean, would you like me to leave the show again and go check? No. Okay. But you can talk if you'd like. Okay, well, I would, I'm trying to check surreptitiously so, on what's on, happening. You're in charge of stuff down there? Yeah. Thank, thank you. Okay. You're watching them? Thank, thank you. you. So anyway. Oh, no. What? Okay. I got a little time. Oh, he's got a... Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So, um... So... To me, that just blows up everything. We gotta leave. Uh, okay. Um, from for Vivek Murthy to say that with every question that we have, we have to think about equity in terms instead yes. of public health, which is, and it confuses the point of all these different roles of government too. Is it's like. You're supposed to have, as president, right, all these different people. You're supposed to have the transportation person and the medicine person and the whatever, labor person and the all the different like little people in his cabinet, right? So that everybody can tell him like their piece and then he decides. But it's like now you're giving them all this equity thing that they have to worry about too. Like Pete Buttigieg should just be worried about the highways and the trains, right? But instead he's worried about the highway and the trains and equity, 
right? It should, if you're going to have equity be a thing, which I even like reject the concept in general, right? Then you should have another person who's like the equity person. Right. And then they tell you the equity stuff. And then you, the decision maker, the president in the middle, you make the decision based on all the different factors that all the different people tell you. Because if you're weighing the equity in with all the other stuff, it throws off the entire process, you know? It's like when the president says he's going to listen, you know, I'm just going to take the word of the scientists. Like, no, your job is not to just take the word of the scientists, right? Oh, totally. Your job as the president is to take what the scientists tell you along with all the other things everybody else tells you and weigh it all and make a decision. You know, you're not supposed to take any one person's. But that's because they've set it up that way, then they've shot themselves in the foot. Because obviously, if you're going to listen to everything that you know, Vivek Murthy and Dr. Fauci say, then you're going to have to have them consider equity, too. You're going to have to have them consider the politics of the situation. You're going to have to have them consider mask shortages when they tell you whether or not masks work. Like, they should just be going out there and telling the truth about whether or not masks work and which masks work. They shouldn't be considering, you know, the supply chain issues around masks, right? They should have one job and they should do that job. They should tell the president what they know and then the president should make the freaking decision about everything else. But now you have these individual people from the cabinet having to be the superstars and go out on cable TV and tell people stuff. So now all of a sudden they're responsible for everything, not just their area of expertise. It's a recipe for disaster. You know, not only that, but um, you what you've done now is blow everybody's credibility. Mm-hmm. So nobody, everybody is incredible now. Right, because they don't tell the truth about anything because they're weighing it. It's like the same thing with the protests last year, right? Instead of saying, yeah, there's a risk to having all these people crowded together, but, you know, we feel that it's outweighed by the importance of the message, you know, it, they said, no, this is great. They don't spread COVID because actually, did you know that racism uh, hurts public health and that this is actually good and that, you know, they're outside anyway, so it doesn't count for COVID, so it doesn't matter. When they had literally a few weeks before told us that the protests that right-wing people did were going to kill everybody. So, you know, they're weighing everything with all these factors and everything they say, but they're not being transparent about what's going into the equation here. It is such such a total and utter mess. And then you've got the other side who are scared to death so they can feel that energy. And they're like, you've got the, the left, the people on the left, Chuck Todd, I just have a question of his here. Listen to where his mind is calibrated. And she, he is not atypical. He's, if, or if you're a progressive, these are the kind of questions you're asking. Given where what, what you had to do this week with this sort of reset uh, or next phase of, of battling COVID, it really now puts the decision in May to change the masking guidance on the vaccination. It really looks like that was a major mistake. Um, what, why? That's- First of all, even that far, what? <clears throat> yeah. What? Because some party in Barnstable County in Provincetown with a bunch of gay guys crammed into bars together that that spread some COVID that now we have to go back on all the masking mandates and that was a mistake? Like, no, it wasn't. But wait a second. Given what's happening now, is Chuck Todd suggesting that this surge of the Delta variant has to do with masks? That's insane. 
Yeah, that's not why it's spitting. That's absolutely insane. Seems like the one moment where politics... But these, because these health people like Vivek and Fauci have been selling masks and mm -hmm. conflating N95s and the ones you get on Etsy as the same thing in order to get you to do at least something mask-wise, people like Chuck Todd have believed it. They've been preaching masks. Masks are a thing. It's safe. You just got to keep your social distancing and your masks and get vaccinated. That's right. In. So they believed it. So Chuck Todd, so now Vivek Murthy is not going to contradict Chuck Todd or, or, no. or fix him or, 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 you know, help him with this, the true matter of the answer. Because mm -hmm. he's just repeating back stuff that Murthy has said. So he goes along with it. Yeah. No, yeah. Him and he defends him. <clears throat> But he doesn't change the contention that the masks are, you know, really have been a problem. It's crazy. There's been it's been way too much propaganda, and so they can't reverse themselves directly on this propaganda. Mm -hmm. So they create new propaganda, well, and right. then they look outside and they say, you know what, the people just don't trust us on the vaccines. We're going to have to make it illegal for them to not get them. Well, and it's interesting because you know there's going to come a point at some point down the road here where. People are not going to need to wear masks anymore, you know, again, right? After whatever wave goes through mm -hmm. and the COVID is going to be almost non-existent and, um, you know, it, it'll be okay to not wear a mask. Not that it's not okay to not wear a mask now, but it'll be even more okay to not wear a mask. And the public health officials are going to come out again and say, you know what, it's fine to not wear a mask. And the same people the chuck todds and all these people are going to come out and go last time you said that it turns out it was a big mistake and it caused the delta variant spike they need the public health people need to nip this in the butt there was not a delta variant spike because we let our guard down and took off our masks like they can't feed that narrative because what's going to happen is that people are going to think you know next spring when the virus is going to be all but gone because by that point I mean, like, we're going to run out of people here to get COVID. It's going to become like the flu where occasionally people get it, but it's like really not that big a deal because everyone's going to be either vaccinated or have had it. You know, probably 40% of people had it before everybody got the Delta variant. So now everybody's going to get the Delta variant and like they'll be immune too. I don't see how people think this is going to stay that bad for that long. Like, it just can't. They're saying in the next few weeks they'll approve a vaccine for the kids over five, you know, so that the people that are freaking out that really need to vaccinate their kids so that they can, like, sleep at night, they can go do that. And, you know, maybe I know that they're not going to leave the rest of us alone, but they'll have no excuse not to leave the rest of us alone, you know. But they're going to have a big problem next spring when COVID goes back down to like a 0.3% positivity or whatever rate on the test and all the doctors say you know what it's totally fine to go around without a mask on mm -hmm. they're still going to be going no you said that last year and you were wrong and it caused Delta and everybody died and the ivermectin in the hospitals were overrun and people died because they couldn't get spots in the emergency room right they're gonna that's what they're gonna say the next time the public health officials so now nobody on either side trusts the public health officials the people that don't believe them about the vaccine or about mass or about anything else, you know, and aren't going to listen to anything they say anymore. And then the people on the left that think that they let their guard down and cause the Delta variant spike. So they're not going to believe that it's ever safe ever again when the public health officials come out and say it's safe next time. No, I agree. But and also, why would you if you're a politician, why would you give this up? If you get a, even the wisp of another variant. 
or of the original variant coming by, why why wouldn't you use it? Yeah. I mean, and there'll be a little. I mean, COVID's probably going to end up like the flu, like where some people get it at certain times a year and like but it's not going to be like it was. And Well, right, but that's not how you sell it. You sell it to that that uh, existential climate change mm-hmm. is going to put us in a pathway to many more pandemics. They're going to find every scientist out there right now is going to say, yes, that makes sense. Every climatologist out there will say, yes, that absolutely makes sense. Um, And that, of course, intersects right with social justice. And we're going to find out, you know, in a minute and 47 seconds into asking somebody like Vivek Murthy about mandates for folks uh, in cars, we're going to find out that that that's what they needed. Right. So it's... And this mandate approach, I mean, like, it's not going to do anything here. It's probably going to get struck down. It's just going to serve to make a lot of people mad. That's why I was interested in the Jerome Adams thing, too, Mm -hmm. is because he's right that this absolutely just pours fuel on a fire when there's no reason for it. Like, do vaccines help? In my opinion, yes. But, you know, you're not going to win anyone over by telling them they're going to get fired unless they do what you say. That's not yes. an approach. Oh, totally, totally. That's not an approach. And the idea that they're doing that and de- trying to defend it on TV, that they're just going to go out here and make people get vaccinated against their will, is like, it's it's just nuts. It's nuts. And the fact that they think this will help control the pandemic when it won't, I mean, it. I just, I don't get what the point of it is. What are they trying to do? I don't know anymore. Uh, I know that the, if you're the public health expert people, then you're all in a new area where you've never been in before. You're more in, in uh, as part of a polit- on a political float with with these um, politicians than you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that the Biden, the team Biden, has had defeat after defeat this year, and for them to remember, it's also, it's also, and I've heard the news to say say. Biden uh, pulled an about face on vaccine mandates. Like it wasn't an about face. Mm-hmm. He um, lied. Yes, that's what. <laughs> the, yes, they were told that there would not be something they couldn't do it, and they've done it anyway. Right. It's a, a massive failure, but it never had. Like we've been saying, this was not the time to do it. But because he screwed up in Afghanistan, Afghanistan. exactly. In, Same just thing. in time for 9-11. Right, where he had some bizarre stuff to say. If you had told anybody that we were going to spend 300 million bucks a day for 20 years to try to unite the country after we got bin Laden, after Al-Qaeda was wiped out there, can Al-Qaeda come back? Yeah, but guess what? It's already back other places. What's the strategy? Every place where Al-Qaeda is, we're going to invade and have troops stay there? Come on. Come on. Those suckers. Why is he doing this? At a 9-11 uh, he's at, yeah, He was at the Pennsylvania thing, like, talking to 9-11 families of the people that died in the plane. And you're going to, like, they should have told him, just literally walk away if anyone tries to ask you a question mm-hmm. about Afghanistan. I'm sure they tried to tell him to not answer any questions like this, because that was the point. That's why they didn't have him give live remarks right. on 9-11, because... It, this is not a good place for him to be politically. No, and he's absolutely and totally betrayed 
American servicemen and the very spirit of what that day is in Flight 93, mm-hmm. there ain't nothing Todd Beamer about the way we cowardly, cowardly uh, crept away begging the Taliban. We begged the hijackers, essentially, to show us mercy as we got out of Afghanistan right. while leaving Americans behind. The Beamer crew knew that the next plane was going into Washington, D.C., and they knew it was the end of their lives, and they went anyway. Yeah, they didn't like, nicely knock on the cockpit no. door and say, like, excuse me, would you let us land potentially because we'd really like to, uh, you know, not die? That would be great. So, so Alice... Um, so that was Biden. Let me play one more Biden, then we get to go. This idea that, you know, well, you know, what do you want to do with Biden? I want to box him. I should be so lucky. You know what I mean? But it is the, the, the kinds of things or, you know, stuff that is coming out of Florida. Stuff that's coming out of... Coming out of Florida. You're hassling Florida, you jerk. Yeah, you're the one threatening to get the governor out of the way. Yeah, no kidding. So now, Alice, I have uh, bad news and good news. Okay. Bad news is I get a bolt and go to Charleston and drop my brother off. Yes. Good news is when I come back, we can do the Patreon-only thing as a separate animal. Does that work? Okay, we can do it separately after. Does that work? Mm Mm-hmm. It works. He's got a, they've got a thing they've got to get to down there, so I got to... Okay, we'll do the Patreon. Am I in trouble? No. Are you sure? You look lovely. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. So lots coming on the Patreon only show after this. Absolutely. We'll and, do a and, trans and MMA have a, uh, fighters. I'm going to have a blonde lager during that show too, Alice. So. We'll do trans MMA fighters. We'll do time capsules. We'll do uh, TikTok ticks. My new, yes. I'm going to be using that effect too, starting very shortly. The one where you say beans? Yep. <laughs> Good times. You can find us on Twitter. Make sure you go vote in the poll about the Matrix. Um, you, that's at Burn Barrel Pod. We're also at Tom Shattuck and at Alice Shattuck. Uh, we're at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast, Burn Barrel Podcast.com, Burn Barrel Podcast at Gmail.com. We have video channels on Rumble and on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to those, like the videos. Leave a comment, write an Apple podcast review. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.